You are listening to Redefining Disability, an adaptive sports podcast brought to you by Move United. I am your host, Sean Butcher, and I have the privilege of serving as the editor of Move United Magazine, the nation's leading adaptive sports publication. Each week, tune in to hear how sports have made it possible for our nation's adaptive athletes, training tips from the best coaches and program leaders, and news on the latest technology, equipment, and trends in the industry. Kelly Ann Stahlkamp has played sled hockey for the Columbus Blue Jackets sled hockey team and the USA Women's National Sled Hockey Team. She started weightlifting as part of her cross-training and also fell in love with that sport. She applied for and received an equipment grant from Move United to purchase her own weight bench. Now, Stahlkamp is a member of Move United's elite team and has a goal of competing in para-powerlifting in the Paralympics for Team USA. So, Kelly Ann, thank you for being my guest today. Thanks for having me. So we are talking about uh, powerlifting in, in a little bit, but I just wanted to kind of maybe set the stage uh, for folks that you know may not uh, know you personally. Um, how did you know? How did how did you get into sports growing up, and and maybe just walk um, you know some walk us through some of that early part of your life? Um, well, I started with uh, sled hockey in about uh, 2010. Um, and then I did that for a couple of years, um, actually like probably until up until last year. Okay. Um, and I've been doing, I started powerlifting in, uh, 2018 actually just for, I just started for, for fun. Actually, um, I started my first, um, competition was at Glossa. Um, oh, and I, was it at the great lake, great lake Sames? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been, I just, I fell in love with it, and then I have stuck with it ever since, and I uh, met Mary there, so, and then she gave me her contact information, and then we've been working up to making the team ever since, so. That's that's fantastic, and and so where did you play sled hockey, and what was what was it about that sport that you liked? Um, we, I play in BG, um, at um bowl green okay um and then i was also on um the usa women's national sled hockey team yeah um for probably two years too um so that was um also that was in 2015 17 um and i just like the team component um and just like the love and stuff and but the thing about powerlifting is like it's your own, so like you're the person that like it's up to you to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely want to talk about you know kind of the, the the difference between you know a team sport and you know what's considered an, an individual sport. So playing on the national uh, women's team, you you know our friends like Christy Gardner and Rachel and number yep. of other folks yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. and and so when you got into powerlifting, um was it just you know from, from originally from a strengthening and conditioning perspective that it, you know just to kind of you know take care of yourself and work work on your you know your own physical you know fitness yeah i was actually doing um i tried powerlifting um as a cross training for sled hockey and then um i fell in love with powerlifting and then it just kind of went from there. Yeah, and that's I, that's a good point that I think you know most of our listeners and, and readers will, will 
will know that there's a lot of uh, sports that are used for cross training and in yeah. and, and sled hockey, you, you need a lot of strength. So mm-hmm. lifting and, and you know, weightlifting and powerlifting and, and all that strength and conditioning, you know, helps, helps, you know, you in that, in that other type of sport. So when you, when you first started, you uh, would go to the gym, how, how often would you just work out? You know, how often would you, um, would you go to the gym to do that? Um, I would go three times a week and then I'd also have, um, sled hockey practice, um, on Sundays. So I would go to Bowling Green and do an hour practice. Okay. And, and how long were you, um, powerlifting before you realized, oh, maybe I want to, maybe I want to compete in this. I think it was just right off. I mean, I went after Glossa, I had originally, I went straight into, um, junior nationals because okay. I had qualified for that. Um, and then I think I just ended up wanting to compete in that instead of hockey. And, and so you made that, you made a decision then to kind of concentrate, you know, on, cause it'd be, it's, it's already, uh, to be an elite athlete at any, at one sport, it's already you know kind of time consuming. So, uh, so I know that you probably realize you, it'd be really tough to do two sports, I imagine, right? Yeah. Um, and also I got um, invited to the quick start camp, um, development camp at uh, the uh, Paralympic uh, Training Center. Oh, okay. In Colorado. So I did that in 2018. Um, oh, wow. And then they, that's also where I met um, Caitlin Brown um, and her father, um, they, I met them there and then it just, then I got their contact information and then I started, uh, competitively competing. And so what are, you know, what are competitions like, like, in you know, how, how frequently, how frequent are competitions held? And, and I assume they're held kind of all over the place, all over the country. And mm-hmm. yeah, they are very like all over the place. Um, well, since we live in Lima, there's not much here, so we have to travel a lot to different states and to compete. I have to qualify for them. Um, well, for the um, USA team, I have to qualify for um, the next, like the next, um, like international mm-hmm. competition. Um, so I have to qualify for each competition. Um, every time. So, and, and me, by qualifying, what do you mean? Like, like what, what does it take to qualify for, for a competition? Getting a good lift. And also, um, sometimes they have, um, standards mm-hmm. that you have to meet. Um, just like you have to lift a certain amount of weight. Um, and if you lift that, then you will, then you qualify for the event. And, and for those that may not be familiar with the sport, because one of the things we try to do through, you know, the magazine and uh, through, you know, these, these uh, you know, podcasts is to introduce a sport to someone who may not be familiar. So someone who may not be familiar with um, powerlifting, is it, is it a bench press? Is it multiple different lifts? I mean, kind of what, what kind of lifts and, um, and presses do you have to do? Um, it's just bench. Okay. 
So it is, it is just bench. And, and, and um, you know, I know that benches are, I guess, somewhat personalized. So talk about how, because, because uh, you know, you through the elite team grant, I know that you got a, a new bench. Talk mm-hmm. about your bench and, and, you know, what, what it, you know, what it, um, how is it kind of fit to you and, and works? How does it work for you? Um, well, the lifting bench that I have is it's a lot wider than a normal uh, lifting competition would have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, your legs go out instead of um, on the ground. Um, and you yeah, you get strapped in. Right. So you're, you're fully, fully horizontal, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Versus the, versus the 90 degrees, you know, at the, at, typically at, a, at the knees or whatever for, yeah. for yep. most lift, some other lifters or able body. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and like for like, where, how many straps and, and where, do, where are the straps typically, you know, like under the, below the knees, you know, what, what kind of, where are the straps placed and how many? Um, there's two, there's one on your hips. I mean, it's, it's below your, like your thigh area mm-hmm. and then, um, like ankle. Okay. So ankles, ankles and hips basically. Yeah. And is there a reason for that? I mean, is it, is it to help, um, obviously help, help you secure you to the bench a little bit, but, but what else, what other benefits are there for the straps? My, the legs are not supposed to move, um, at all during the, during the press. So that's just um, one way to keep them from not moving. Um, and also they do have restrictions on where you can place the uh, straps. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they can't be on the knee, like on the kneecap. Because they might think you're using the um, strap as like to help you lift the weight. <laughs> like to your advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And and I reason I figured that's also the reason why the straps I want I wanted them I was hoping we'd get to in terms of the straps being you know to to make sure that their the legs are neutralized and not being utilized as an advantage for anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's an equal playing field that way. Exactly. Yeah. And so and so when you are strapped into a bench that way, then it really is you know uh, focused on you know the your arm strength and 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 your core and, and, and whatnot, right? Yeah, and also it's a big back uh, back strength too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that would be, yeah. You need your back, some back muscles to help. Uh, yeah. Help, help you lift. Yeah. And and you know where do where do folks typically start out in terms of um, like when you first started out? What what's the typical average weight that you that you were started out lifting? Um, I think. It just depends on the disability. Um, I personally started out with, I think I did the um, the Glossa, I think I hit like 140, okay. 145 um, as my best. But some people just do the bar. Um, it really just depends on like your um, mm-hmm. level of ability. Um, right. And that's what I wanted to make sure that we talked about is, is that, um, you know, five pounds, 10 pounds. I mean, powerlifting is something, whether you do it, even particularly if you're just doing it recreationally or, or for fitness, you know, mm-hmm. lifting any weight is, you know, is, is, is good physically for you. And, um, 
And so that's what I want to make sure we talked about. Yeah. Cause you can lift, like you can just lift the bar, which is 40 pounds. Well, there's a men's bar and a women's bar. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like a five pound difference. Um, we use in competition, uh, we use the men's bar. Okay. Across the board, it's standard for comp- in competition. Yeah. And so you, you, so you were at the Great Lakes Games and you were, you know, lifting 140, 145. What, what's your personal best now? Um, I recently just hit 200. Fantastic. Yeah. And do you have like a goal in mind or what, what are you aiming for? 200 was a, a long time goal. Um, so now we're just trying to, uh, <laughs> next goal is to get on the USA team. So, so you, you, it took you a while to get there, but you got there, which is great. Yep. All right. And, um, so in the, um, going back to the competition, is it, um, is it just one time, you know, like how this is, you know, I, I can, this is, this is how much I got. This is my maximum that I can. I can press or is it like the best out of three? I mean, if folks aren't familiar with it, how, you know, what, what is the competition like? Yeah. So it starts off with the lowest weight and then well, they, we get three attempts and it starts from the lowest and then it goes up. Um, and then once everybody's done, we go um, to the second attempt and then whatever the lowest is on that second attempt, they go first. and then. Um, they go up and then a third and then that's your final like heaviest weight that you are going to try and lift. Okay. So you, you, um, everyone gets a chance to at least do the lowest amount and you kind of, I guess, weed yourself out at some point. Right. Yeah. And also if you, um, are trying to set a record and stuff, like beat a record. Um, mm-hmm. You can also be um, allowed a fourth lift mm-hmm. if you want to try and break a current record. So, tell me what you mean by three attempts. So, what what is classified as as an attempt, or maybe maybe an unsuccessful attempt? I mean, it, it needs to be legal, um, like no bouncing on the chest. Okay. Um, evil or even uh, lockout um just like no um walking up the bar i mean there's a it, there's a lot of different um a lot of little meat yeah. yeah a lot of little rules and yeah. <laughs> things like that <laughs> okay and so if you if you successfully you know pressed it or lifted it but you didn't you know or you, but you did it incorrectly then you would at least get a second attempt to do it correctly yeah and also about the um lifts you can't go down um so like your first attempt is like maybe 80 kilograms Mm -hmm. um you can't go like 79 kilograms like once you get like your lowest like your first attempt is like the lowest attempt that you can go okay well so yeah, so you got to at least make sure that you can do that that that, that first attempt. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so what what do you like? You know, you mentioned a little bit about that it's an individual sport, so it's kind of up to you. You know, you're competing ultimately against yourself. What is it? What else is it about powerlifting that that you enjoy? 
I mean, the community is great. Um, just like the team. I mean, everybody's so really nice and very, very helpful and supportive. Yeah. And we're like family pretty much. Yeah. I find that in a lot of our, our sports, uh, you know, and particularly in the adaptive sports world in general, it's, um, mm -hmm. Very, very community based. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, tell me how you train. Like, uh, you know, how do you? What do you do? I mean, if your if your ultimate goal is to lift um, as much as you can one time, how do you work? How do you train to do that? Um, well, I have a trainer um, here, uh, Lauren, and she's actually a CrossFitter. Mm -hmm. um, so I do uh, modified CrossFit too to help train for, I mean, just to help strengthen my other muscles, um, to help lifting. So I do a lot of wad, like wads, um, intervals, wads to just work out of the day. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for clarifying that. I was like, what? yeah. what's wads? Maybe it's something I don't know about. <laughs> so like a lot of, um, like timed, um, like you have to get a certain amount done in a certain amount of time, mm -hmm. um, a lot of cardio. It's ma mainly we do, I do, um, crossover symmetry and then, um, I do the skier. Um, and that's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's literally like you're skiing. Like ski. Yeah. Cross yeah like, country. A, like cross country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I go straight into bench and then after bench, we, do some kind of um, cardio to help. And, and for the bench, do you um, are you lifting like like smaller amounts of weights, but at larger, you know, at a higher number of reps, or uh, how do you how do you train on the bench? Yeah, it just depends on um, like the cycle that we're on. Mm -hmm. um, so I could be lifting like 145, um, for like 20 reps or, um, it just really depends on what cycle we're in that okay. day. Okay. And, and um, you, you talk, so you, and throughout those workouts, you're working on those other muscles that you talked about, the back muscles, mm -hmm. your arm muscles, obviously like the core number mm -hmm. of other muscles to help, help you get, you know, into the position that you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of technique um, as well during the, um, other strengthening, we try and, um, like reiterate the, like get muscle memory down with mm -hmm. just like the simple positioning, uh, the arching of the back. And so that's a good point. So talk about muscle memory and, and, and what that, you know, what that means and, 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 uh, you know, how important that is in, in, in you know, preparing your body and preparing yourself for competition? Um, well, when you're lifting a very heavy weight, you have to hit, um, like you have to hit in this, like the same spot mm -hmm. pretty much. Um, just so it, I mean, it helps prevent injury and, um, you're stronger, the lower you get on your chest. So we try to reiterate the, like we have a, um, like a little space that we try and hit mm -hmm. in. Okay. And so what, do, what, as a, 
just you personally, what are the what are things that you kind of constantly want to work on in terms of either things that you want to improve on or or you know maybe maybe even a weakness that you're trying to trying to strengthen? What are you focused on? Um, mental is pretty big. Um, also my I uh, my core. Um, I tend to shake when I lift. Okay. Uh, it's with just with lightweight. It's a little weird, but I still need, we're trying to get my core stronger and mm-hmm. help that. And you mentioned mental. So, you know, obviously powerlifting is, is definitely a physical sport and most people would know that, but what is it about the mental part of the sport? Oh, um, well, you're the only one up in the stage and all eyes are on you and <laughs> all that, so all the pressure and all that, yeah. stuff, all that yeah. other stuff that gets to you and can get yeah. to you. Like you yeah. want to perform and you want to get a good lift, but there's like, there could be so many people out there. And if you don't like big crowds, you got to work on that. And I'm the one that don't, doesn't really like, uh, <laughs> like doing things in front of people. So, so I was going to ask if that was the biggest stressor for you. Is is, is it the crowds and the and yeah. kind of the all eyes on you type of uh, scenario? Yeah, it's just the I'm I'm a perfectionist, so I really want to perform and I want to like do it correctly when I'm in front of people or just by myself. So I I'm really hard on myself. So do you? So how do you? Um, do you like just totally try to block out the crowds then or how do you, how do you compensate for that? Yeah. I try not to overthink. I just try to think that I'm with my trainer at her gym. Um, just lifting. Just a typical day, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are you always learning? Are you always learning something new? I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm still definitely learning like the rules of powerlifting. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, the technique is huge. I'm still trying to get that down. Going back to maybe a, a typical, I mean, what do you do? You call it a match? Do you call it a um, just a, like a lift, lifting competition? Okay, so it's a lifting competition. So when you when you show up at a lifting competition, kind of walk us through, you know, like say maybe it's the Great Lake, you know, Great Lakes Games or Junior Nationals. Um, or even something you know big, bigger on an international stage. What um, you know? How do how do they organize it? How do you you know? When do you know that you're competing, or when you're when you're up next, and and stuff like that? Well, usually they have a well schedule when, of course, when it starts, um, and then if but if you're new to powerlifting, they will classify you mm-hmm. uh, to put you in like a it's just like a certain group. Yeah. And, and, and how long, how long did it take you to get classified? It Maybe 20 minutes, maybe. Okay. It really just depends on like your ability. And sometimes they have you redo stuff. Um, just multiple times just to see, to get, to really get you into the right group. Okay. And so, so if the so the schedule is po- basically posted, and 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 so you know what order you're you're lifting in, and all those types of things. Um, the just like the schedule, like when it starts, and then um, usually when they start, they have either like a computer or they write them down, 
um, their, our names mm-hmm. and then they um, like list the order. And then they also um, like they say up next, like Kellyanne Stockham and then on deck, they have the next, the next person up. And then they have, um, they usually do two people um, behind the person that is lifting. So, you know, when or how many people are in front of you. Okay. So it helps, it helps prepare you and <laughs> get you in the mindset yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. And they also have a, um, like a warm up area that you can usually do, um, like an extra bench so you can get, uh, warmed up. And so they usually have an extra, like a, not an extra, sometimes they have an extra room, mm-hmm. but, um, once I've been in, they've just, it's just gym. Um, and then we just find our, um, place that we can like set up our bands and stuff. So in a competition, is there, is there a, anybody ever, is there a time where people are lift or more than one person's lifting or is it just literally one person at a time? So literally all eyes are on you. <laughs> it's one. Yeah. One person at a time. Okay. So yeah, there, there would be a lot of pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> and so what, you know, obviously, you know, given the pandemic and everything, we, um, you know, the Tokyo games were at least delayed a year. Hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have them next year. What, what are your expectations going into, you know, next year? And, and, you know, you said making the team and stuff like that. What, what, uh, what kind of expectations have you set for yourself? Yeah. Besides making the team, I'm also um, looking forward to trying to get to Paris in 24. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, and then any, any ideas on 2028? I know it comes back to the U S but that's, that's a number of years off, right? I did not even know they come back to the U S <laughs> maybe then I'll go there <laughs> there too. Yeah. I think, uh, I, you know, in 2028, um, LA will actually host the, the Olympics and Paralympics. And, you know, I think we're all looking forward to having it on our home soil again, which would be yeah. really cool. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's a few Olympic Paralympics away, but you know it's something to keep your, an eye on as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and just going to an international competition and lifting. Yeah, indeed. And so, besides lifting at this point, which I know um, again could be a full time activity when you get to the elite level, what what other things are you interested in, and other things that you do? Um, I'm a teacher's aide, um, just on. Like during the school year, I uh-huh. teach. Um, oh, I help the teacher out with um, mentally disabled kids. Um, wow, awesome. Just to teach them. And did you go to school for that? Um, I they, we actually don't need a license for teachers aid. Um, I did go to Wright State College, uh, Lake Campus, uh, to become a teacher, and uh-huh. then I decided I did not want to become a teacher. Um, that I more wanted to do just like the more hands-on work with okay. the children. Um, so I got a job at MRDD, um, with, uh, mentally disabled kids. Yeah. Cause I knew, I knew you'd got, you'd gone to school for at least, you know, for, 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 for something or for a little while. So that's, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I got my high school diploma and everything. And, and, um, and so are you, are you still trying to manage is that, I mean, is that a full-time job and are you trying to manage a full-time job and training for Paralympics? No, um, it's actually right now just a substitute job. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, it's, I'm able to manage my, um, lifting and, and the job at the same time. Yeah. yeah I couldn't, I, I don't know how people could, could do full-time job and full-time, yeah. like two, two full-time jobs, right? It's yeah. uh, full-time training to be an athlete and a full-time job would be, would yeah. be tough. So training to be, uh, training to be a Paralympian and an elite athlete is a full-time job. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Kellyanne, is there anything else you'd like to share? Nope, I think so. Well, if people are, are you on any social media uh, platforms? Like, if if people want to just kind of follow your your journey uh, to to next year, any any social media yeah. handles you want to share? I'm on Facebook, um, Kelly and Marie Stallcamp, and my Instagram is ka Stallcamp. Great. Well, awesome. Uh, thank you for uh, a wonderful conversation. Thanks for having me. 